Welcome to the Difference Makers podcast presented by Waterproof. I'm your host, Justin Tamani. In this podcast, you'll hear from some of the top coaches, brand managers, and athletes on earth. From starting out to where they are now, we'll explore the journey of how they became a Difference Maker. Before we keep going, do us a favor, hit the subscribe button on your favorite podcast platform to hear more from the Difference Makers. Wadproof Bionic is a revolutionary mobile technology to measure and improve your mobility, flexibility, and range of motion. After completing a series of mobility tests, Bionic has everything needed to build the daily sessions tailored to your body. Bionic will help you perform and recover faster than ever. Ready to become Bionic? Download the Wadproof app now. All right, guys, welcome. This is the Difference Makers podcast. My name is Justin Tamani. I'll be your host today. Today we have with us a special guest. This is Brett Paperni or Van City Brett on Instagram. He is a mental performance and mindset coach and works with some very high-level athletes across the uh, the globe. So, Brett, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks, Justin. Appreciate it, man. Awesome. So thanks again. I, I really appreciate you squeezing me in here. I, I know you're busy. So I do appreciate that. Um, but tell everybody, so going through the the title we just gave you, mental performance and mindset coach, how the heck do you get started in something like that? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not, it's not as common as uh, you know, a personal trainer or a normal coach, uh, a little specialized, but I trained martial arts um, at a national level for years, uh, quite some time, you know, 15 years ago or so. And I started to realize as I, you know, evolved in my career and got a little bit older, that there was a huge gap between physical performance and actual like overall mindset and just mental well-being. You know, whether you have a, a good day or a bad day, um, you know, that drastically can change our performance. Yeah. So uh, it was always something that intrigued me. And then after I, I kind of hung up the belts and uh, I started looking back at a lot of things and I realized, oh, man, I, I probably could have done a lot better probably could have done this better. I should have done that. But it's funny, I didn't really notice it at the time. And sometimes hindsight's twenty twenty, right? Yeah. And that's when I started to kind of connect the dots between, well, only if I would have known that then, and how can we proactively do that for what's next? That was the the whole key to mindset. Um, yeah, that was the big kind of eye opener for me that, uh, that really changed it all. And that's, I mean, you and I have talked about this before, but that's something too that like, I mean, looking back on my sports career, looking back on my career in baseball or um, CrossFit or whatever it was, like I can never say that I like gave it a hundred percent my all. And some of that was was just that mental side of just being. I have too much on my mind, too much on the go, and I couldn't just compartmentalize that while I was training. Yeah, totally, man. And you're you're not the only one. I mean, pretty much the vast majority of us are like that. There, aside from the select few. But the, the craziest part is, is now doing what I do, it's it's a skill. It's a learnable skill, right? And mm-hmm. if you think back to, oh, man, I wonder what would have happened if I would have done this. Or what if I would have just pushed that extra little bit? And that fear of regret or thinking like that now is what drives me every single day. And it's also the things that drive my athletes, right? I mean, these, as you know, there's a, there's a window of opportunity for the majority of athletes to perform at an extreme high level. Yeah. The last thing we ever want to do is look back and say, oh, I wish I would have done this. And to me, the, the gap is mindset. When, when you've started with some of your athletes, are they, do they kind of know what they're getting themselves into when they start working with you? No, absolutely not. I think, <laughs> I think the, the idea of it is like, oh, that would be kind of cool. Like, 
how does this work? <laughs> the thing with, with mindset coaching is it's not like physical training where you would, you know, let's say you have a, a session for an hour or a 90 minute session and then you're done and then you do another one and then you're done for the day because you physically can only do so much. Yeah. Man, the mind never stops. Like yeah. this thing, it doesn't really get tired and it takes a lot. So a lot of times I think people think the idea of it is really cool, but, but really when it comes down to doing the work, it's, it's a substantial commitment, but, uh, the payoffs are huge. Yeah. Do you see people just, just like not be able to commit to that? Totally. Yeah, for sure. And then again, it's, it's funny. Like, uh, I hear it all the time. Like oh, I'm prepared to do whatever it takes. Yeah. Like I, you know, I want this cause you know, that's the state that they're in. Right. Yeah. And, uh, you know, okay, here, here's the workload. Then they're like mm-hmm. good for a few days and then it starts to taper. And again, that's that whole challenge of the thought process, the commitment. Like, so you work with Emily Rolf. We've, this is, this is established. Like yeah. the stuff that you give to Emily, I mean, cause you've been working with her the longest, right? That's right. Is she doing that kind of ongoing, I don't know, you know, you don't have to comment fully on this if you don't want to, but is she doing that ongoing work like you would start somebody brand new with, or is she kind of built up already? Yeah, it's a great question, Justin. You know, it's it's kind of like training. So when we look at physical training, you know, we all start somewhere, whether it's fundamentals, you know, having good mobility and so on. But we always have to do accessory work. We always have to do the little things. And that's yeah. kind of what it's like with mindset. Like you built up to a certain level. But if you skip training a certain thing for X amount of days, like you're going to have a hole. Yeah. Same thing with, with mindset. So we've built a great foundation over the years. Um, the nice thing is, is, you know, if we do step back in a certain area to get back up there again, it's not as much work, just like, you know, foundation is, is super solid. Right. Mm-hmm. But there's the other thing is, is that as we evolve in our career, in our personal and professional lives, things change, you know, yeah. we get a little bit older, we get wiser, or maybe the life starts to change. Uh, maybe the goals start to change. Well, all of that has a waterfall effect. So again, with the mindset training, it's really applicable to to where we're at currently today and, and where we want to go. So that needs to be very clear. Hmm. Interesting. I mean, I mean, that's that's the biggest thing. And I think with any training program, right? Like having a roadmap and yeah, having I, that. So, so I think you're right, man. I mean, I think about so many people have a really good idea of what they want potentially. Yep. Right. It would be nice, but, you know, going after, uh, you know, what would be nice and what is like truly deep, holy, ro- like rooted in you is kind of different sometimes, you know, it would be nice to do this, but I'm not prepared to do the work. So that's not really what I want. Yeah. Right. Do you like, and that's the thing is like, I see so many people who I don't think understand what it takes to get to that high level where they, you know, especially years ago when they saw CrossFit, it was like, Oh, that guy's in the games. Like he, you know, he's like, he's only been doing it for six months and he's just like that fit already. And he's at the games, but people don't look at the, the backload of work sure, and what it took to get to even that point where he could start. Totally. But then like now the barrier for entry is so high that you have to be starting like all of this stuff. It's such a young age. Now it's like, it's like, baseball or golf where like you don't hear about guys getting into the big leagues that who started playing at 17 they started playing it when they were five exactly yeah you're absolutely spot on man yeah the 
it's incredible how much this sport has evolved in 10 years, uh, even the last five years. Yeah, five years is huge. Yeah, absolutely. When you are working with athletes, I mean, you're working with athletes of all kinds of different sports. Do you separate the sport from the mindset or is it mindset dedicated to the sport? Yeah, another good question. You know, we're, we're pretty much the same across the board. Like when it comes to yeah. mentality, right? The, the sport is more just like the application. Yeah. But when you look at like core things about mindset training, uh, and I could touch on a few things really quick. Um, you know, a lot of times we will think certain things consciously and subconsciously. So we can sit here and think back about a memory when we were, I don't know, 10 years old. You remember that photo? You remember that moment in your life? And you think yeah. about it and it brings you joy. Like you smile, physically mm -hmm. smile, right? And you can think about a time of hardship and maybe it does the complete opposite. So we know that when we think, think something, it's going to trigger a response, an emotional response. All right. And we can feel that change and people make decisions and take actions based on how they feel. Yeah. So that's why we have people making, you know, sometimes great decisions and sometimes not so great decisions when we're emotional. Yeah. Right. So we think these things, which then dictate our emotions. And then we make decisions based on how we feel. But the scary part is the vast majority of us sometimes think things subconsciously, things that are happening in the background, you know, to how we choose to view the world in front of us in certain way, you know, upbringing and so on. And those things are changing our state. Like they're changing how we feel and our ability to make decisions because we make decisions based on how we feel. Yeah. So it's, it's pretty remarkable when you think about certain things, when I start to talk to people about just the baseline stuff about becoming more consciously aware of the thoughts that you're having, you know, a couple of exercise doing it. The majority of the people at the very beginning are, are pretty much shocked at sometimes some of the things that we think, that we actually think. Yeah. You know, I mean, we can joke about it because we know we think sometimes we think some messed up stuff, right? <laughs> yeah. like we're human, right? Yeah. Uh, and sometimes we think certain things and we don't really realize the ramifications of the thoughts that we're actually having until they become real. Like if I was to get you to write down those thoughts and you yeah. read them, you'd probably be like, what am I thinking? I probably wouldn't even write half of them down. <laughs> but probably not, man. You know, so just these little like self-awareness things, these, it's it's pretty fascinating um, how much you can learn about yourself in just such a short period of time just by taking note of your conscious thoughts. It's, a, it's an interesting technique. Yeah, like just you saying that, I've recounted a lot of the things I've thought since like the conversation started and I'm like, man, my mind is all over the place. And like, I'm listening to you, I'm paying attention to you and I, I'm, I'm ingesting this, but like, yeah, like it, it's like, I just went like way out to left field and came back a couple of oh, yeah. times. Yeah. That's the mind. And that's why I say it's so different than training a physical body. Cause you know, physically we can only do so much in a gym, in a session, yeah. you know, but mentally, Oh my gosh, man, that's, that's a different rabbit hole. Have you had a chance to like talk about mental state with like any, any elite elite athletes in their field? Like the people who have been regarded as like best in the world. Yeah. So, I mean, I've had glimpses and moments where I've had a chance to speak to some of their coaches. Yeah. Um, I mean, when you think about like the big names, you know, when you, you mentioned people like Kobe or even Matt Fraser, Michael Jordan, like yeah. these guys are, 
are in just a completely different realm. I mean, we've yeah. seen the videos on YouTube and you've heard some of their quotes and some of the things that they say. And it, it even me as a high performance mindset coach, I, I just, I look at them in awe. Yeah. But at the same time, it's inspiring because I know it's possible, right? Like yeah. they're living proof. Yeah. So when I see the video of Matt Barnes faking the ball to Kobe to hit him in the face and Kobe doesn't flinch, like to me, we're born with a certain set of skills. And one of them is like caution, protection. Like if yeah. a car in front of you slams on the brakes, you don't stop and think, well, what should I do? Like you literally slam on the brakes, right? And it's that's why it's a reaction. That's right. But it's incredible that you can train yourself to choose to respond in the split of a second. So it's a choice. Yeah. And to me, that's, that's the ultimate power, man. I mean, you think about having that much control over your yeah. mindset, which then controls your physical state. Then what can you actually get your physical body to do when you tell it to do something? Cause if you yeah. can tell your reactions to stop, think about the power that you can harness to tell your body to go. Yeah. Think, like, think note, about we're it. done it for today it. people think about it no, no, <laughs> yeah like it's uh to me like i said it's it's living proof you know i i, I love it man that's what i fell in love with that kind of stuff you know and then yeah. i just started to apply it to my own training and i was like well there's a big gap here and then uh you know went to school and the rest is history man because man there's so much to that to, to unpack from what you just said and like that being able to train in that way like, do you think that some of those top performers consciously did it or they subconsciously convinced themselves to do, to be like that? Yeah. So you would consciously be in a state where you can train yourself at such a high level that your subconscious follows. So you basically created a state. Okay. You've created an environment that is your new normal. That is your new way of life. And the subconscious yeah. is with you in, in that state. Yeah, this isn't like some hocus pocus thing. This is like, if you if you think about how people when we talk about, um, you know, people here say, oh, you you know, you're just like the the average of the five friends you hang out with, like yeah. the environment that you're in. You we've all been to different environments. Like when we go to the CrossFit Games or we're you know we're training in the gym, that's an environment that we're creating. We feel different, mm -hmm. right? So if you consciously create that environment in your mind and you train yourself over and over and over, that becomes your new normal for your conscious and subconscious mind because you're creating that environment huh. <laughs> wheels are turning eh? wheels are turning yeah no like that the the idea of you're the sum of the five people that you spend time with most or hang out with most excuse me that concept has always resonated with me hmm. and i feel like in business and in work that has really heavily impacted me and I can pick those people out at different points in my life. Sure. Of course. That's when you, when you say it resonates with you, that's your conscious mind making the connection. Yeah. And even you don't even need to think about it anymore. I bet you, if you see those people in the yeah. background, your mind is going to put the pieces back together. Yeah. yeah. Like that's how our mind works. Man. <laughs> oh yeah, man. It's, yeah. it's crazy because, I played competitive baseball, let's call it 15 years, doing CrossFit competitively eight years. 
The amount of mindset coaching that my coaches brought upon me is very little. For sure. Right? Probably like cumulative of a month, man. Maybe, you know, like in that, in that whole time. Now I will say, I will say when I was in grade, I remember this grade nine. Okay. We had to fill out a test and our coaches sent this test off and gave us a, a CD, right? Throw it in your Walkman. He listened to this on your way to the game to get you focused. And it was like, it was exactly what you're talking about. Like getting you in the mindset, get, it was mostly just getting you to focus and relax your body and get your mind ready for what you had to do. But that was in grade nine and nobody talked about that. Man. The rest of the way. But you know what? I had that. I burned that CD or I had that on CD and I would listen to it on the way to almost every game and into university, into college. I still listen to it. Put on my MP3 player. Yeah. MP3 player. Nice. Right. (laughs) (laughs) You know, my, my white iPod with the wheel. I put it on there and I would still listen to it in college. So, I mean that I had that tape for like six or seven years and listened to it before most games. Dude, that's super cool. I feel like though, I'm in a very, I'm, I'm in the minority there. Like a very small minority of people who actually would do something like that. Yeah. I think, I think I agree. I think I completely agree, especially in that day and age, man. I mean, it's becoming a little more prominent now, Yeah, you know, you know, what's so cool about that story. And I love it, man. You know, you would listen to this every single game or right before every event or all the way to university. The cool thing is, is that you you created a like a, a almost like an NLP, like a neuro-linguistic program in your mind. The second that you picked up your MP3 player and you made the decision to listen to it, yeah. your body would already start to change its state because yeah. you're creating a habit, right? It's like, uh, it's like when you move a barbell, when you start cycling a barbell over and over and over, you can pick oh, up yeah. a barbell and grip it and rip it. You don't even need to think about it anymore. No. The same thing happens with our mindset. That's why you can have certain players like Rafa Nadal and he'll go and he'll set up his water bottles in a certain way, you know, or Tia Claire Toomey will stomp her right foot twice when she goes to hit a heavy bar. You you watch these things and it's them consciously putting themselves into that state based off of hours and hours of preparation and reputation, reputation, just like your, your MP3. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I think when I think about it, I bet you, you probably didn't realize at the time, but and maybe you did when you started listening to it, even at the very second when it started, you'd probably start to feel different. I mean, I bet you if I listen to it now, I could it's like almost ingrained in my mind. Totally. You know, the, not necessarily the wording, but the sequencing. Yeah, of course. Yeah. It's and again, that's uh that's the that's the wonderful thing about the mind, man. Like it's think about the software, okay? Like our we have the hardware that can learn anything. We just yeah. gotta figure out what software we want to put into it. Man. So much to think about. Yeah, I know, man. Totally. And, Tell me about it. And this is, I mean, that's the whole that's the name of the game, right? But like I wonder how how athletes perceive this kind of stuff. You know, does some, does some go like, nah, that's just like hocus pocus. And that's like not real. And like, it's all physical. Oh yeah, dude. I remember, uh, I think that was Emily's first statement. She was like, this is, <laughs> what is this hocus pocus? I, I actually believe those are the exact words that she used. I, I didn't talk to her about that. So that's, okay. that's funny. Yeah. And, uh, now you talked to her today. She's the biggest advocate of it. It's, uh, it's funny. 
Uh, I think the, a lot of a lot of athletes and the vast majority of them would say, no, I think there's absolutely something to it. There might mm-hmm. be a few that are, you know, in their own league uh, yeah. and potentially, you know what, they're, I don't know, they're just different, man. But yeah. uh, even for you, we can sit here and think about, think about a time before you had to do an open workout or maybe it's the quarterfinals or maybe God. you're competing in a sanctional, you know, yeah. that feeling like that feeling, the butterflies and stuff. Dude, the 2000. Uh, like anywhere from 2012 to 19, any open workout like makes me ill thinking about how much I stressed over it. Yeah, man. Because back then it was like, imagine like throwing darts at a dartboard that kept changing sizes, shapes, moving all over the place. Like every year you're just like, you don't know what's happening. Oh no. Now you have to kick a football at it. You know, that's like what it felt like. Oh, the rules are different this year. What's the rules? Oh, we have this standard, but that standard doesn't make sense. Like, Oh, I'll figure it out. Like, you know, like it makes me sick (laughs) thinking about the mindset I was in during some of those. But at the same time, 2015, when I had to qualify for regionals, it was Friday. I did the workout first time, you know, I put up like an okay score, but I was sick. Like I had pneumonia. Wow. Oh, like really week, sick. Week five. Yeah. Yeah. I had, a, I had oh. pneumonia. We went to the doctors. They did chest x-ray and they're like, no, you have a pneumonia. You probably shouldn't be doing anything. I was like, oh, okay. Well I have to cut 40 seconds off of my workout time. That fuck you talking about, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> I was like, I've cut 40 seconds off on Monday. Like how are we doing this? And with it an was pneumonia. literally with pneumonia. Yeah, yeah. So I literally just wrote a number on the wall and I stared at it. It was rowing and thrusters. And I just stared at that number and just, it was just all mindset. Like the only yeah. way, like this is how I make it. And I was, um, funny enough, Adam Davidson and I tied, I think we had the same number of points for the last two qualifying spots for wow. regionals that year. Wow. Yeah. Oh and man. I, what a story. I had to cut 40 seconds off of a, of a time that I thought I was already good at. And then, but it was, a, it was just like, I don't think I've ever been so locked in mentally into something because I wanted it that bad. Such a great feeling, man. Yeah. Such a great feeling. That's, that's that, that, like that zone thing that people yeah. talk about, right? Mm-hmm. That, uh, well, you just proved it again. That, that zone is creatable. Like you created yeah. it yourself, right? I mean, you think about how many athletes uh, get sick or get nauseous or get nervous before a competition, you know, yeah. like you can't sleep the night before. I don't know. You fly to Miami's water pollution the night before and you're tossing and turning all night, man. Yeah. All of these things go back to mindset, right? Yep. When you look at uh, man, you look at a, a, a pro golfer when the wheels come off, man, it's, <laughs> they come off, done, man. Yeah. They come off. Right. So, you know, even if you look at somebody who gets no repped or they fail a heavy bar, that dude, if your mind's gone, it's over. Yeah. Wadproof Bionic uses computer vision, motion analysis technology to assess your movement. After completing a series of mobility tests, Bionic analyzes your range of motion and creates a daily mobility plan to help you perform and recover faster than ever. Ready to become Bionic? Download the Wadproof app now. You know, there's so many applications to mindset. It's like I said, there's, you know, specific competition prep, there's breathing techniques, there's, you know, techniques for putting your body in a peak state to, to lift at its maximum. There's techniques yeah. to control your breathing and heart rate when you're doing a huge endurance, uh, you know, a monostructural movement. Like there's, there's so many different applications that all go back to the mind. Uh, you know, it's uh, yeah, man, I love it. I mean, I love it. It's, it's remarkable stuff. I mean, 
coming, you know, we, you mentioned being sick and you mentioned having to come back and perform. This all just came out about there being E. coli in the water in Madison and Emily being notoriously one of the people who was sick, but she was sick up all night, barely ate anything. And then went out and won an event at the CrossFit games. Man, you know what uh, gives me chills is we had a conversation and I said to her and, and we're big advocates of uh, Michael Jordan and his, his trainer, Tim Grover. And Tim Grover wrote a book called Relentless. And he shares the story in that book about how night before a big game, these guys, they order food and MJ gets full on food poisoning. Mm-hmm. Tim Grover says he's sicker than he's ever seen him. It's the, the flu game, right? And he goes yeah. out there and puts up one of his best performances ever. Yeah. And I said to Emily, while she's got E. coli, man, I'm telling you, it was five in the morning. Okay. Kyle banging on my door and he's like, we got a problem. And I Kyle being Emily's husband. Sorry. Yeah. And I go downstairs and I, in, in the room and I see Emily at the CrossFit games, five in the morning. I've never seen her this sick. Never in my life. Now here's her mental coach, right? So I walk in and I know she's looking at me. So I got to flick the switch and be like, as if it's no big deal. Like, Hey, you're good. Like we got this. And inside I'm thinking, Oh man, we're, yeah. we're done, man. We're done. Yeah. You know? And, um, listen, it, again, we, we go back to that conversation and I said, Michael Jordan goes out and plays the best game of one of his best games ever after being in a state like that. If he can do it, so can you. And she just stared at me and I could see the wheels turning, you know, and then she'll have that moment of oh, she's dry heaving and, <laughs> you know, yeah, she had a, we're at the games in the athlete area and she had like an, like a silver, like emergency, you know, like the emergency blankets, like the, the, the blanket on her, man, like shivering. Oh, she like the, like the. Yeah, like, like the, the emergency silver... blankets you keep in the, like a first yeah, aid man. kit just in case. Totally. Yeah. I didn't and... know that. Yeah, and uh, and she's trying to hold it together, and then it just clicks. And I said to her, she has an opportunity that majority of the people in the world will never get, you know, in yeah. that type of environment. And I said to her, no matter what I do now, I can't be in her shoes. I, ca- I don't have that opportunity. I had mm-hmm. my shot to make it to the Olympics. That's gone. I can't do that anymore. So I don't have that chance, but she still does. And if she doesn't get out there, dig deep and find a way mentally to get past this. She's going to regret it for the rest of her life. And uh, to me, the fear of living, living in that type of regret kills me, man. And it just shows, uh, man, it shows that I, I gotta, I gotta take a second and give half hats off to Emily, man. She, um, she, you know, we've had so many ups and downs and so many great achievements. And that was one of the most remarkable and incredible athletic mental performances I've ever seen in my life. And just to go over that workout for people who don't know, that was not a short workout. That was 5K of running and 90 toes to bar kind of spliced together in three rounds. So it was like 30 toes to bar. No, sorry. It started with the run, right? Whatever it was, like a mile and a half. Then yeah. 30 toes to bar for three rounds. Yeah, then mile of run and then 30 toes to bar. And yeah, and she uh, <laughs> she crushed it, man. Yeah. yeah, she crushed it. Like that is by no means the workout that somebody who's been up all night, you know, sick and like violently ill should go out and win. Man, I, I couldn't even get out of bed 
Let alone, no. <laughs> let alone she's going out there and she's winning events. Yeah. And that's, yeah. that to me that like, it's super impressive that she has the, the capacity to win on that scale, but it, the capacity like gets thrown out the window when you're that ill. doesn't matter. You know what's a, what's amazing, man, is when you attach so much leverage to it. Like there's so much purpose. It's incredible yeah. what we can do. I mean, you hear these stories about man, mothers like going into a burning building and saving their babies, or like I don't know, man, breaking a car window. And when you ask them to do it in, in everyday waking life, they can't do it. But it's incredible yeah. what they can do when there's that much leverage. Yeah, that much on the line there. Oh yeah, man. Yeah, That's, that purpose, that power. It's it's ultimate power, man. And I don't think, you know, like I give you a lot of credit for that and the guidance, but the work was already put in before that point. It was just like, you know, the relationship was already there. If that was somebody new that you'd never met or, you know, you'd barely work with and you, you kind of gave them a pep talk, they'd be like, the fuck's this guy? <laughs> <laughs> right? I get that every day. <laughs> okay, fair. <laughs> but... I mean, you guys had the rapport and you had the groundwork laid where she was already in, you know, I hate to repeat it, but she was already in the mindset. She was already in the, yeah, man. in the lane and she just had to flip the switch when it came time to put in work and she, she did it. Yeah, she did, man. You know, there's a saying that I always say, uh, it says, uh, you're one conscious decision away from an entirely different life. And that's kind of my jam, man. That's kind of, what pushed me to do what I wanted to do and uh, moments like that shit, buddy, it's, it's incredible what we can do when we, when we decide it's truly, it's truly incredible. Yeah, man. It's, it's every time I talk to you, like it makes me think about so many more things and, <laughs> and it's, it's amazing, really amazing to think about what is capable and like, you you hear random stories about like Michael like actually Michael Jordan's Netflix documentary is a great example. Oh yeah. We're like that guy doesn't even sound like he wants to like lose a hand at go fish. <laughs> totally. Never mind for money. <laughs> go fish. <laughs> you know? Oh yeah, that's good. Like but that's the mentality and that's why he's known as being the best. Six championships in how many playoff runs? Like yeah. what it was, it was like six out of you know, whatever. Yeah, he won three straight, took a little bit of a break, came back, won another three, man. Yeah. He's yeah, it's incredible. And again, that like if, if I was to ask you what what makes him different than than me or you or anybody listening, like do we I mean, all like have a the foot same, of height, but other yeah, than that. Okay, sure, foot of height. <laughs> but in general, I mean we all have the same parts, and and I think what you yeah. know the vast majority of people will truly get is our upbringing that, you know, what we did as kids, what we did in athletics. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. 100%, 100%. Yeah. But if you look at where you are today and where you want to go, mm-hmm. all right. In between is the conscious decision. Like you got to make it the decision. So it's funny when I talk to a lot of people, they're saying like, Oh, Brad, I have an idea of what I want. Or sometimes it's not even clear. Yeah. But it's so weird. I guarantee you, everybody knows exactly what they don't want. Like, yep. If you think about that, maybe you don't know exactly what the future looks like. You don't know exactly what it is you want. It's not clear yet. But you could make a huge list of exactly what you don't want. So sometimes I'll get people to look at exactly what they don't want in life. Then you reverse engineer it and start going the opposite direction. 
you know, and again, it's that conscious decision every single day, conscious, measurable actions, uh, daily behaviors compounded to greatness, man. Again, it all depends on, um, how bad you want to make that choice. There's the clip for the show right there. That's the <laughs> yeah. man. Oh yeah, buddy. Um, man, we all have some good chats. Yeah, geez. You know what? Like, it's every time I talk to you, it's just like the wheels get spinning. Like I already said this, but the wheels get spinning, and it's not just about performance. I mean, I guess it's it's different metrics in life and and things I want to achieve, but it's like you know, everything that you say can be applied to everything you do, not just like stepping out on the competition floor, going out and doing an open workout, whatever it is. It's like, this is the framework for your entire life. You're right, man. I, I started coaching in the corporate world. Like I was performance mindset coaching executives and CEOs and corporate mm -hmm. leadership. That's how my coaching started. Uh, yeah. It just happened to me that I'm, I prefer to coach athletes, man. My yeah. passion, my love is in sports and athletics. And that's when I realized I was like, man, there's such a huge gap to convert mindset into performance, like physical performance. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you're right. It's applicable in every single day of life. It doesn't matter if you want to make it to the CrossFit games or you want to become the best chef or the best teacher or whatever it is that you want to do in life. It's all about mindset. And again, it's something that you can create. You can create that environment that we talked about earlier, but you know, the people around you, the, the mindset environment, you can create the actions that you do every single day. If you don't know exactly what you want, I guarantee you, you know what you don't want. All right. Make a decision and base it off yeah. of that and do something about it. You know, there's, there's one other thing I said in my TED talk. I said that the vast majority of the people in this world are unhappy. And I know it's a bold statement, but hear me out. All right. I feel a lot of people are unhappy, but they're not unhappy enough to want to make a decision to do something about it. Okay. And the other half of people in the world are just happy enough to not want to make a decision to become even happier or whatever it may be. And that's kind of my take. It's like 50-50. Most people are just yeah. not happy and or you know, they're just unhappy, but not unhappy enough to want to make a decision to do something about it. So it's weird. Inside those two groups of people, there are a few people that kind of rise to the top. Tony Robbins, Michael Jordan, these types of people we hear about. Yeah. And these people, they generally all have something in common, and it's usually massive adversity a huge setback you, you hear about these incredible success stories mm -hmm. you know even uh, when we talk about crossfit you know katrin davis are falling off the rope uh, you know rich froning fraser coming second you hear about these stories right yeah and that's usually the catalyst to send somebody to the nut house and say that's it like i'm making a decision i'm not stopping like i that pain of that loss is going to haunt me forever. I remember Matt Fraser used to talk about stories about like, you know, that's silver, like second place. Yeah. Uh, changed everything for him. Right. So when you talk about going in the dark place in his basement and just grinding it out all night, he would think about losing. Like that was his catalyst. Right. Yeah. But man, my whole business is built off of the foundation that you actually don't need the catalyst. Like you don't have to go out there and lose to be successful. <laughs> okay. okay there we go 
but you just got to know what you don't want. That's it, buddy. And that's the key that I feel that a lot of people sometimes miss because yeah. their end goal is not clear enough for them. The other thing is, is that let's say, I don't know, man, let's say I'm going to go and uh, I'm going to try out for the CrossFit Games. Okay. So I'm going to go to the Open. And let's say I get to the Open and I go to the quarterfinals and, and I do well, but I, I, I didn't make it to semis. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, what's the ramifications of that? It's not like I'm going to lose the roof over my head. You know, it's not like the world's going to stop. Yeah. So, so a lot of times when people look at doing something, maybe the ramifications of them not succeeding are big enough. You understand? Like maybe there's yeah. not enough leverage attached to it. I said that same thing to somebody else about like, you know, they don't know what it's like yet because they haven't failed hard enough. Totally. Because people yeah. have stepped in or they've, you know, been able to skirt by. But like, until you've like failed hard enough, I think this quote stuck with me is nothing changes if nothing changes. Yeah, man. Well said. I love it. You know, so there's the, there's the physical aspect, you know, the, there's not something that's great enough to catapult you. But again, if we actually think of the symptoms of that, that, you know, we attached, you know, something to it, whether it's we lost or we didn't achieve what we wanted, yeah. we don't necessarily have to go through it because we can create the same type of presence in our mind. The mind doesn't know the difference between reality, what's happening and yeah. what we tell it, like what we actually construct. Yeah. Like the mind does not know the difference. The only thing that's happening is we're actually physically do something versus what we tell ourselves. And that's why you think about some people who become compulsive liars or believe the things that they say, because they keep telling themselves over and over and over. That that's the truth. Now I'm not going to go tell everybody to just go lie to themselves. <laughs> okay. Um, I think it's very important that we identify clearly what we want. And if we don't know exactly what we want, let's look at what we don't want and start there. Yeah. But yeah, like that's a very different thing. Like distinguishing, totally. like I would say realistic expectations around what you're capable of. Totally. Like Brett's not making it to the CrossFit Games. Brett's not making it to semifinals. Brett's not making it to quarterfinals, man, right now. <laughs> right <laughs> now, right now. I think yeah. you could one day. I think you could one day. <laughs> yeah, well, maybe in uh, Masters. Uh, you know, anyways, let's not talk about that. <laughs> yeah. Man, all right. Let's uh, we'll wrap it up on that note. I think that that was a ton of information for people to digest, and I hope that that we uh, hear from people, and I hope uh, people reach out to you about this one because this is uh, some really powerful stuff. And it's every single time, like I said, every single time I talk to you, I'm like, man, just like more and more and more to think about, and like how to you know treat myself and like treat the people around me. Yeah, well said. You know, man, I, I'll leave you with this. The, the the biggest thing that I've found working with some really cool people and some of the greatest athletes in the world is those people have incredible purpose. You know, like motivation sometimes will come and go. Like we might feel great and we're like, oh, I really want to do this. And then it kind of fizzles away, right? Yeah. But when you have that purpose, when there's the leverage attached to it, you know, when you find that, that's that's the the opportunity like that's that could be everything that we want and it just comes back comes down to making that one conscious decision yeah and um that's that's the biggest uh, connecting point to all the best athletes and the best CEOs I've ever worked with is that purpose and making that that just conscious decision 
just dropped the mic right there. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Brett, you're at Van City Brett on Instagram. Yes, sir. And if anybody wants to reach out to you, uh, do you have a website or anything they can reach out to yeah, you? Or where's yeah. the best place to find you? Yeah, vancitybrett.com. Uh, that's uh, that's it. And uh, Instagram's, you know, that's that's where I'm, that's where I'm at these days. Awesome, man. Thank you so much for your time. This has been this has been deep. This has yeah. been very deep, and I really appreciate it, um, guys. Yeah. This has been the Difference Makers. Have a great week training. The Open's coming up. Good luck getting after it. All right. Thanks again. Thanks, man. With the Wadproof Pro Experience, you'll get instant access to training programs from some of the best coaches on the planet. From full training programs in the gym and at home to movement-specific programs for weightlifting, gymnastics, engine, endurance, rowing, and more. We have a program that is designed for your needs, whether you are a beginner or a pro. Every training session introduces a series of questions. Am I happy with my performance? Where could I have gone faster? When will I be ready to go again? For Wadproof Pro athletes, also this question. What can I learn from that workout? With a Wadproof Pro subscription, you gain access to a complete training toolbox. From a full-featured exercise log, to side-by-side comparisons, to the ability to record your heart rate right alongside your rounds and reps. You have at your fingertips everything you need to learn, to make progress, and to go into tomorrow's training more prepared than today's. The best athletes are the best students, and with your Wadproof Pro subscription, you will have in your pocket the education you need to elevate your training and uncover the many lessons that every single workout offers you. Subscribe today so you can get better tomorrow.